بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله الذي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين إن شاء الله I hope you have my picture and my voice if I receive the confirmation I will start Okay. Alhamdulillah. We just had Azan here and Salatul Fajr, so I'm sorry that I'm late because I just managed to finish my Salat. The time is coming, you know, later, so it takes us now time. Um, you remember that we talked about this statement from Munajat al-Zakarim. We said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as Imam Zayn al-Abidin said, وَآنَسْنَا بِالذِّكْرِ الْخَفِي وَاسْتَعْمِلْنَا بِالْعَمَلِ الزَّكِي And now, وَالسَّعِيَ الْمَرْضِي Oh Allah, please employ us in pure works and وَالسَّعِيَ الْمَرْضِي and efforts which are pleasing to you. We have few things which are very close but they are different one is the intention the niyyah the niyyah has to be a good intention and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so kind and generous that even for our good intentions that we were not able to materialize he would reward us Another thing is the action. The action which comes after good intention is very important. If you have an honest intention, if you want to do something sincerely, you would do it unless there is a problem. There is an obstacle. So if I want to visit, for example, my parents, I will do it. Not that I say I want it, but uh, then I don't, you know, try to do it. Yes, sometimes I want to do it, but there is a problem. For example, I cannot see them because they are far away and there is no way to travel. That's another issue. But a good intention, a sincere intention normally is followed by good action unless there is a problem. There is a third thing and that is your sa'i, your efforts. Sa'i is 
Sometimes you make efforts after having good intention and it does not produce any action but still your efforts are appreciated or sometimes for the same action someone needs to do more efforts so this is more appreciated so in the Quran what we have is that the efforts are also important what is remaining for us what is put into our account as credit is our efforts and there are some other verses for example man arad al-akhirata wa sa'a laha sa'yaha those who want the hereafter and they make efforts which are needed their efforts will be thanked by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so something that we should try to ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in addition to having pure action is an effort which is pleasing to Allah because many people make efforts but not in the right direction not in the way which is pleasing to Allah we want to make efforts in the things and in the way which are pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then وَجَازِنَا بِالْمِيزَانِ wafi. Please reward us with the full balance. Balance or mizan or a scale that we have in the hereafter is something uh, which has this characteristic that when it weighs a good action it shows that there is something weighty but when it's weighing bad actions it shows that there is no weight so basically good actions have weight bad actions have no weight they are cheap like you know they are empty they are void Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَأَمَّا مَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةٍ رَاضِيَةٍ وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَفَّتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَأُمُّهُ حَاوِيَةٍ those who have weighty scale weighty balance what does it mean? it means that they have something good that when you put it on this scale it shows something these people they would have pleasing and enjoyable life means cheap light opposite to heavy these are the people who have had bad actions so there is no weight 
So this is very beautiful. Instead of saying that good actions have weight and bad actions have weight, like for example you have good materials and bad materials, but both have weight. Whether you have gold and silver or you have for example something which is not expensive or something which is rubbish. In all cases there is a weight. But in the hereafter we have a kind of balance or a scale or mizan which functions differently. Good actions, good qualities, they have weight. Bad actions have no weight. Very beautiful. This is in line with the fact that human beings are in loss except those who have Iman and Amal Saleh. So it means that unless you have Iman and Amal Saleh or you are losing, there is nothing to weigh. It's like having a box which is full of just air, or a box which is empty, opposite to a box which is full of gold and silver. This also is in line with the verse which says that the example of truth and falsity is like water which comes as a result of rain and flows. The truth is the water which benefits people and it remains. It remains. But But the false is like the bubbles on top of the water. When there is a flood, when water is flowing, there are lots of bubbles. Sometimes you cannot see except bubbles, but they will soon disappear. The bubbles have no weight. So, what we should always remember that is that either we achieve something and that is by pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and doing good things or we are not achieving anything. Committing sins is not an achievement. It's not weighty. It's a loss. وَجَازَنَا بِالْمِيزَانِ الْوَفِيِّ إِلَاهِ بِكَهَامَةِ الْقُلُوبُ الْوَالِهَةِ My Lord, love-made hearts, الْقُلُوبُ الْوَالِهَةِ means the hearts which are very eager, very much loving, to come to you, to meet you. They are enraptured by you. They are in love with you. They are thinking of you. They are not able to forget you. They are preoccupied by your remembrance. Ilahi bikahamatil وَعَلَى مَعْرِفَتِكَ جُمِعَةِ الْعُقُولُ 
and the intellects reasons aql the intellects which are mutabayan which are not apparently in harmony with each other they are different and perhaps they have different ways of thinking and understanding of course not as different having different logic because we all have the same logic but they have different you know interests dif different uh, ideas and thoughts but when it comes to knowing God they are together whether they are followers of Islam or Christianity or Judaism or different types of religions they are the same as far as their interest in knowing God is concerned even some mystics have said that those who worship idols they also know God and love God and worship God even those who are atheists and they don't confess their faith in God still they are knowing loving and worshiping God but the problem is that they have a confused image of God they deny God in the way that they understand God and they believe in something else which is God but they don't know that it is God so if someone is worshipping an idol or if someone is for example worshipping money or fame and position in reality he is loving and worshipping God but he mistakenly thinks that God is money or God comes with money or God is for example the fame that's the problem or he thinks God is an unjust person God is not kind Therefore, they say there is no God. Okay, the God that they deny is not God. Even those who believe in God, they don't believe in such a God. So, people, despite their differences, despite their adherence to different schools of thought, they have agreement on knowing God. Consciously or unconsciously. وَعَلَى مَعْرِفَتِكَ جُمَعَةِ الْعُقُولُ الْمُتَبَايِنَةِ The distinct intellects are brought together or are together with respect to knowing you. Either Mutabayana means distinct, different, or sometimes conflicting, having different schools of thought. In any case, when it comes to knowing God, you see there is a divergence, there is kind of coming closer to each other.
human hearts find no serenity, no peace, no confidence, no tranquility, except in remembering you. As Allah says, it is only by remembrance of Allah that human hearts can come to serenity and tranquility. So because all the intellects and all the hearts are after God, whether they know it or not, they can only be satisfied when they remember God. Because remembering God is like having God, reaching your goal. So it makes you satisfied. وَلَا تَسْكُنُ النُّفُوسِ إِلَّا عِنْدَ And human souls find no rest except in seeing you. It is in seeing you which is remembering you and knowing you and thinking of you, being close to you, that we would be able to have this sukun, this peace, this rest. We cannot see God by physical eyes. Seeing God means to be close to God, to feel the presence of God, to remember Him strongly. So this is what makes our nufus at rest. Antal musabbahu fi You are glorified or you are the one who is glorified everywhere. East and west, north and south. In towns and villages in different religious communities you are glorified even in heaven you are glorified on the earth you are glorified the people of heaven the people of the earth human beings jinns angels all glorified even mountains and rivers and plants and birds and animals they glorify you there is nothing except that it glorifies God so until musabbahu fi kulli makan wal ma'budu fi kulli zaman and you are worshipped at every time every age there has been no time in which God was not worshipped and God was not believed. You are the one who is available, who is existent, who is found at every moment. Mawjood can mean something which exists or something which is found. So God exists and is found at every moment. He is called by every tongue. People speak to God, pray to God, call Him in different languages. 
they may speak English, Spanish, Arabic, Persian, Urdu, Chinese, Malay, Russian, different languages. But they all use these languages to call God. You are the one who is magnified, who is remembered with awe, and there is great respect for him in every heart. Now that that is the case, I should ask forgiveness from you for not only my sins, but for every pleasure that I had, which was not through and with remembering you. It's a very profound idea. Astaghfiruka min kulli laddatin bighayr al-ikrik. I ask you to forgive me for every pleasure that I had without remembering you. So, if for example, once I had a delicious food, and I didn't remember you at that time, then I ask forgiveness. I didn't start my food with remembering you. I didn't, you know, eat my food with remembering you. I didn't end my food with remembering you. Or, more profoundly, my eating of the delicious food was not an act of remembrance. Because as we explained before, every action itself becomes an act of remembrance. Not that you do something and parallel to that you remember Allah. So, if I have had any pleasure without remembering you, please forgive me. Because that pleasure stopped me from having greater pleasure, which is the pleasure of remembering you. So, I have done zulm to myself. I have been unjust to myself. And this is a great sin. To do zulm, even if you do zulm to yourself, so you should ask forgiveness. You were not a good servant because you have forgotten your Lord. You were not even good to yourself because instead of giving yourself the pleasure, which is the greatest pleasure, you have given your soul a pleasure which is much less. وَأَسْتَغْفِرُكَ مِنْ كُلِّ لَذَّةٍ بِغَيْرِ ذِكْرِكَ وَمِنْ كُلِّ رَاحَةٍ بِغَيْرِ أُنْسِكَ I also ask you to forgive me every ease and comfort that I had without intimacy with you. My sukun, my ons, my comfort, my intimacy should be when I have 
conversation with you, when I'm meeting you, when I remember you, when I encounter you. If my comfort comes when I forget you and, for example, meet my friends, when I forget you and, for example, and go for a trip, when I forget you and watch TV or movie or play, this is wrong. I can do all those things, but thoughtfully. I should do them in the way that they don't stop me from remembering you. As a person who remembers you, I should do those things. And in anything which conflicts with remembering you, I should stop it. So, if there has been a time that as your servant, instead of finding my comfort and intimacy in being with you, I have found it in being far from you and spending my time with other people, please forgive me. Even if I didn't commit a legal sin, a sin in a fakhi sense, but still this is a big problem. How can I find my comfort in anything other than being with you? وَمِنْ كُلِّ سُرُورٍ بِغَيْرِ قُرْبِكَ Please forgive me for any joy and happiness that I had which was not a result of being near to you. It's only ne being near to you which is the real and genuine source for happiness. If instead of meeting you I was made happy by, for example, meeting, you know, someone or, you know, for example, doing something, you know, which all different examples that we said before. So it shows that I have no proper understanding. Like, for example, a child, very young child, that instead of going to school and meet his teacher and learn from the teacher is given a bar of chocolate and therefore he doesn't go to school he goes after the person who gives him a bar of chocolate so he should ask forgiveness from the teacher from the school because of bad thing that he has done to himself, of course. I ask you to forgive me for every occupation except your obedience. So anything that has kept me busy, anything that has occupied my time, other than obeying you, was a waste was a lack of respect to you and to myself. It shows that I am not a person who understands the priorities. So please forgive me for that. Ilahi anta qulta wa al-haq O Allah, you have said in the Quran and your word is true. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا ذُكُرُوا اللَّهَ ذِكْرًا كَثِيرًا 
وسبحوه بكرة وأصيلا. O oh Allah, you have said so beautifully in the Quran, O oh those who believe. Remember God in abundance as much as you can and glorify Him in early morning and in the evening, at dawn and in the evening. This is your instruction. This is your permission for us and command for us that we should remember him a lot as much as possible because there is no limit for remembrance. And we should especially glorify you in these two important parts of the day. When we start the day and when we end the day. Of course in between also we should have this remembrance of Allah but these are two pillars on which you can build a palace of remembrance of Allah which then would cover all your days. You also said and your word is true we believe in that that if we remember you, you will remember us. Remember me, I will remember you. Of course, Allah remembers us all the time, even if, if we forget Him. But here we mean by remembrance, a special remembrance. Those who remember Allah, Allah has a special remembrance for them. Allah remembers them with more support. Allah remembers them with giving more mercy. With being much more kind and merciful to them. فَأَمَرْتَنَا بِذِكْرِكَ so in these words of you, you have asked us to remember you. And you have also promised us that you would remember us if we remember you. Of course, you always remember us, but this special remembrance of us when we remember you is in order to honor us in order to show your respect for us to treat us as noble people now knowing that knowing your instruction or command for remembering you we want to listen we want to respond here we are remembering you as you have asked us to do so now that we have tried to remember you so please accomplish what you have promised us and that is by you remembering us you honoring us you showing more mercy to us. Ya Vakara Vakari. Oh, the one who remembers those who remember him. It's impossible that Allah forgets your remembrance. Even when you are alone in the darkness of the night or in the brightness of the day, 
If you remember him just by one La ilaha illallah, one Allahu Akbar, even without saying anything, if you remember him, he remembers you. So you would be treated differently. You would be given more support, more light. It's impossible for Allah to ignore your remembrance. وَيَا أَرْحَمَ الرَّاحِمِينَ O most merciful of the merciful. So, Alhamdulillah, we managed to finish these beautiful whispered prayers of those who remember Allah. And we pray to Allah to honor us by giving us the opportunity to remember Him all the time. And then being remembered by Him all the time, inshaAllah. Okay, uh, we have four questions. So question one, Salaamu Alaikum, Shaykh Alaikum Asalaam. We try to lead a spiritual life here in the West and sometimes feels that the environment is not in our favor, especially when we go out of our home. How will this affect us in the hereafter? Should we try to move to a more Islamic country? The reason is I feel that what will be answered to Allah, the reason for us living in the West, although the Entry universe belongs to Allah. Alaikum uh, Assalam Rahmatullah. Yeah, this is a very important question, and I think uh, some on some occasions we have addressed this question, uh, but maybe not in this series. First of all, it's very good that Alhamdulillah we have our houses. Houses in which we feel very close to Allah and spiritual. So we should thank Allah for this. Because sometimes the problem is that even people in their houses, they are forgetting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If your house is a house in which Allah is remembered, that is very great. And secondly, you have to be able to maintain this remembrance of Allah and this energy even when you go out. There is no reason why we should forget Allah when we go to the public. Of course, it might be more difficult, but it's a matter of training yourself and getting the experience. You know, we said this as an example, like a person who is new in driving. At the beginning, it's very difficult for him to focus on driving and at the same time speak. He says, no one should speak to me. I want to just concentrate on driving. But when you get used to it and you have experience, then you are able to listen to radio or speak to some people. So, it's quite possible. A person, for example, like a child who starts walking for the first time, maybe he cannot think of anything else. But when you get used to walking, then you can walk and be deeply involved in thinking. So, we have to learn how to remember Allah when we go out of the house <clears throat> being in company of good people is helpful try to make the place of your work or a study in the way which is pleasing to Allah is a good thing having something in front of you a frame a ring or something that hadith reminds you of Allah is very good I don't say people should necessarily move to Islamic countries to preserve their Iman. Yes, if that's the only way, you should. 
but I think in most of the cases you can live in any part of the world and remain pious if you are careful. If you spend time in planning for this spirituality, if you are trying to be part of a community of faithful, if you try to be associated to good people, it's possible. And inshallah your presence there with such efforts will be highly appreciated by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and inshallah you would be a good instrument and good agent for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help other people to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Question 2, Salam, Shaykh alaykum salam. When we go out to earn a living which is very recommended in Islam for the pleasure of Allah, is the interview day contacted as remembrance of Allah? And throughout the day we remember him every Of course, everything that you do with the intention of pleasing Allah is an act of worship. And if you go to shop, to office, uh, you go for trade, in order to earn halal income for yourself, for your family, to support poor people, create job for people this is good and if you do this with this intention so this is not making you forget Allah of course plus that you should have also some types of worship which is purely worship because if my only worship is to make money for the sake of God then there's a problem that gradually then I may only think of financial side of it so it's good to have also pure types of worship uh, so that you don't lose the track and the direction but uh, basically you are quite right that it's very good it's even considered as a kind of struggle to work hard to make income for yourself and for your family to be not dependent on other people, not burden other people, to remain uh, independent and indeed to help people who are in need. Question 3, Assalamu Alaikum Shaykh Alaikum thank you for these webinars. It is, is it humanly possible to remember Allah the same level as that is being described in this murajah? Of course, it's uh, possible and it's actually what some people like Masumin and even non-Masumin, some great, for example, ulama have done, even sometimes some pious people who have not been themselves alims but have benefited from ulama they have been doing, is possible. And what is important is that even if you don't have this 100%, you try to have it as much as possible. It's a matter of gradual growth and gradual development. And this is what you know we have in the Quran. So it's possible, and I'm sure you yourself are able to achieve this. And it needs uh, to be persistent, not to give up, and just keep going on. Question 4, Salaamu Alaikum, thank you for your efforts. What is a remedy for consistent anxiety and fear which is sometimes simply 
fictitious but also real as well shukran thank you very much yes we should first uh, try to find out what is the source of my anxiety and fear sometimes there is something that worries me so i have to find it out and solve the problem but if you don't find any reason after deep reflection and meditation you don't find anything and no one is able to tell you what is in a drug just there is anxiety and fear so in this case you should try to change your outlook to the life and perhaps you should you know try to take another attitude towards life perhaps you need to spend more time on remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and prayer and studying you know religious texts and spending good time with good people so that that fear and anxiety is reduced but if as I said there is something specifically that makes you worried and fearful then that has to be handled uh, you know carefully but if you don't find anything so just perhaps this is a kind of call for you to go towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even more of course you are already with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but Allah perhaps is wanting you to be more with him question five what kind of movies should we avoid first of all those movies which involve uh, haram the things that we have bad pictures bad scenes uh, bad stories even those things which just you know kill your time waste your time maybe there is nothing haram but just uh, keep you busy for some time without giving you anything so we have so much things so many things to do and our life is very short so it's not good for us to spend hours and hours on watching movies even if those movies are not haram yes there are movies that are good they are educational or for example they are giving us some historical for example background some kind of for example encouragement for moral things that's different but just to see watch a movie it's not a good idea just as killing your time especially many movies unfortunately have bad images and bad you know kind of stories <clears throat> so these have to be especially avoided okay <clears throat> i think this would be our last question question six salam sheikh in west because of working hours we miss our zohr prayers and pray qaza at home in the evening is it acceptable no uh, you have to pray your zohr and ask even if it is very short even if for example it's not at the beginning of time but before it becomes qadha it doesn't take that much time and you can say it you know in five minutes so please make a point that you say your zuh and asr without them being qadha inshallah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it even 
easier for you but alhamdulillah Islam is a religion which is very easy to practice and you can do it uh, in all circumstances maybe there is only one in million that a person is not able to do Salatul Zuhra Al-Qadha Zuhra Al-Asr in proper time uh, Inshallah Allah will help you and that depends on your Inshallah commitment and effort May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala be always supporting you and your family and the community and may Inshallah we be given the opportunity to remember him all the time in company of good people وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالم